Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of Game Freaks Podcast, the bi-weekly podcast where we freak out over video games so you don't have to. I'm your host, Rob, and I'm here joined by Bri, the indie guy. What's up, everyone? Thanks for having us. And, and Izzy. Hello, my darlings. So, a little bit about us. Uh, this podcast was born out of a love of video games by all of us. Uh, I've been playing video games for as long as I can remember, probably 20, at least 30 years. Uh, yeah, that would be right, 30 years. Uh, my first system was a Nintendo Entertainment System. I can remember when I was a kid uh, watching my parents stay up all night literally playing Tetris and Mario Brothers. That was my mom's favorite. But it kind of just grew from there. Mm -hmm. um, but my love of video games grew over time. And I went out, and my job was to find other people with like minds, like you two. Bam. Hello. And see who else would love to come and record a podcast with me. So, Brian, why did you want to be on this podcast with myself? Rob, when you called and asked me about this, I was like, this is awesome. What a great opportunity because I also love video games, but I also love video game podcasts, and I often listen to them, and I'm like, I, I would love to just like share my thoughts and hopefully reach an audience and uh, be able to talk about you know, something that I care about a lot, not just playing video games, but just video games in general, the art of video games, development of video games, uh, anything where the last two words are video games. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and what about you, Is? Why did you want to be on this podcast? Just this one specifically. Just this one? Just this one. Um, because you were nice enough to ask, no. But um, I also love video games, too. I mean, ever since I got a hand-me-down PS1, and I uh, grew up the tendencies of Achievement Hunter and all that stuff. It's just been ingrained in me since a very young age. I will say about like 20 years. Yeah, 20 years this this year, actually. So, you know, I just, I always, I listen to, I actually don't listen to podcasts. I actually more watch gameplay. And I just sat there and I go, you know, sometimes they'll have like semi-podcasts. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could like talk in one of those. So when you came to me, I was like, I'm down. I'm ready. Let's go right <laughs> let's now. Go. Let's go. Let's record let's go. as of this moment. Now, I think it's cool uh, that Izzy's actually on the show with us because I like the fact that we have a female voice in the room. Uh, it's cool because you don't always see that. In video games, it's a lot of male-dominated, you know, testosterone, shooters, oh, tell me about and all it. that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I'm sure you've encountered a couple while, you know, playing online games. Um, but I love having the balance of having two guys here and also having a female voice in the room. So thank you very much for joining us, of Izzy. Course. Thank you very much for joining us, Bri. Thanks for having me. And let's get right into it. So our first little segment is going to be called Freak Out. This is going to be where all of us get to talk about something we're either playing or freaking out about at the moment, like a thought, an idea, anything that you want to talk about. You're like, oh my God, that's what it's going to be like. All right. So I'll start and I'm freaking about, freaking out about Borderlands. I love Borderlands. And just this couple weeks ago at PAX East in Boston, they announced Borderlands 3. Boom. Oh my God. Borderlands 3. Boom. So I watched the trailer. I followed the hints on Instagram that they dropped for weeks. And it just all led up to this amazing two-minute trailer that promised a billion guns from the first looter shooter. 
A billion guns. Can you imagine that? A billion guns. Oh my god. I, that's less than the, the its predecessors, though, right? Didn't they have like sixty bazillion? -y? Well, is that? <laughs> it was a number that ended. I feel like that was an maybe an over exaggeration at the time, but I think this time they might be kind of spot on. Don't even tell me that. I'm still looking for them all. <laughs> but supposedly, one of the cool things is they have guns with legs in this one. Oh yeah, I saw that. Finally, oh my god. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> guns. I don't know how to react. <laughs> yeah, guns with legs. So, like I said, my freak out is going to be Borderlands Three. I just cannot wait. And it looks like it's a whole new cast, so we're not going to have um, the guys that we usually have. Um, there's no Axton was my guy when I used to play. I, whenever I play shooters or whenever I play adventure games, it's always the soldiery kind of mid-range rifle combat kind of shooter shoot 'em up kind of a deal. That's just my play style. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a get in there close and dirty and kind of wave your magic wand hands and <laughs> and, and, and like. Elevate, elevate people above you and just that's me. <laughs> I'm the siren all the that's, time. <laughs> that's not me. I'm like I said. I'm always the mid-range kind of fighter dude. So there seems to be a whole new system of guys that are going to be in play with this new game. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, what are, what are your guys' thoughts? What about you, Brian? What do you think? Um, I'm just curious. I haven't followed this story too closely. Are they changing? I did hear that they announced it wouldn't have a battle royale mode, and it got oh, like huge. God. I know it got huge applause. <laughs> thank God. And, um, no which probably could have went either way. But did they announce anything else? Like, are they upping? Like, it, it's still a four-person game, or are they it's changing? It's still going to be a four-person okay. game. It's still going to be the basic uh, Borderlands-esque type game that That's we're cool. all used to. It's going to be boss fights and loot drops. Um, the problem is, is that people were upset with the older games that they weren't just getting enough loot drops high-end loot drops with one and two and the pre-sequel i think with what they're showing from the trailers is i think it's going to be a lot better okay. i think we're going to have a lot higher rate drop of like the purples and the golds and the epics and whatever have you i just think it's going to be more that's and cool yeah I, i'm i'm hoping that that's what it's going to be like. But like I said, it's going to be along the same lines of the original games. We're not going to have to deal with any new stuff. No Battle Royales, thank God, because I'm oh, sick, of, the, I'm I'm sick of those things. I'm telling you, same here, man. Everybody and their grandmother's uncle's cousin's <laughs> brother yeah. is playing, is playing like Battle Royale. <laughs> Apex Legends right now. <laughs> but to name drop a few. Um, what about you, Iz? What do you think? What do you think about Borderlands? I love the series. I mean, I picked it up randomly. Like, I was just bored one day, and I was like, what is this game? And I just picked it up, and I instantly fell in love. And I pre-ordered the second one. I got the pre-sequel. So I'm ready for this one. I don't care what they throw at me. As long as it's not a battle royale, I'll take it. <laughs> Whatever they give, I'll take mm -hmm. it. I'm a fan till the end, so I'm will I'm waiting for September to, for it to come out. That's all. Yeah. What was the date? I think the release date has been released. It's officially September 19th. I think, I think it's or 19th. September 13th or it's 19th. 13th or 19th, it's, I believe. There's a three and a nine in there somewhere. I have to, <laughs> I have to get my nine and my three straight, but I think it, it's either September 13th or September 19th. So we're going to move on. What about you, Bri? What are you freaking out about right now? So I am freaking out about this old game, <laughs> quote unquote old. <laughs> Uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. I just got it recently. Um, I've, being a PS4 gamer, never had an Xbox One up until recently and picked one up. And I'm like, you know, what Xbox exclusives have I been missing by being so you know, invested on one side of the fence? Yeah. 
So I pick up Ori in the Blind Forest, and uh, just because I'd heard good things, and it's like a 4K 60 FPS game that I'm like, oh, this will show off my new TV fantastically. <laughs> nice. And uh, But man, the game delivers so well. Like If you have even the slightest interest in any of the Rayman games or any Metroidvania games, it's incredible. A lot of backtracking and uh, doubling over the map and all that kind of stuff, but you're always picking up new abilities. Like when you start off, you can't double jump, and then you get double jumps, and then you get dashes, and you get explosions, Ooh. and there's a skill tree. I love games like I that. I know, and it's like, and I sometimes I stare at the skill tree for like minutes where like, you know, somebody like will walk by like, are you okay? Is it frozen? It's like, I'm just trying to decide where I want to invest <laughs> yeah. this point. You know, I, I, do I want to heal faster? Or do I want to be able to make more checkpoints? Um, and I should mention that's one cool thing about the game. You actually, or there are many, but one of the really neat things is you can put the checkpoints wherever you want, but they cost you like uh, some of your energy to oh, do wow. so. All right. Oh, so you could. So it's like strategic. Yeah. Oh, and you start cool. seeing some swinging blades ahead, and you're like, I'm gonna drop one right here, <laughs> and you know. And then of course you make it through on the first try, and you're like, I shouldn't have wasted it there. Yeah. I need it over here. You know. <laughs> have you guys seen anything about this game, or? I've always seen it because. Um, I'm like avid PC gamer, so I'm always looking at the deals and stuff like that. And they always had that game on sale, but of course, every time they had it on sale, I could never get it. And um, I like like indie games. I played a bunch of indie like Dust Elysian Tale and stuff like that. And I loved. They were like short but sweet, and I've been dying to play that game. But now that you're telling me about it, I'm next time it goes on sale, I'm definitely getting it for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I played Dust. Um, I've never actually checked out Ori in the Blind Forest. So would you categorize it as like a side-scroll platformer kind yeah. of a deal? Yeah, it's definitely a side-scroll platformer. It, it does look like somewhat reminiscent of Rayman, like the Rayman okay. Legends. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but with like that Metroidvania, like I said, a lot of backtracking, and you'll kind of go over parts of the map over and over again. Um, it is one player, but it is out on PC also, mm -hmm. so you're not limited to just Xbox. Well, that's good. But another one more good reason to get into it now is there's a sequel coming out at some point this year. So Ooh, that's cool. Okay. So already an announced Will sequel. Of the so that's Wisps. more of an incentive yeah. for me to play. It. Yes. <laughs> See, and it's it's cool for me when we bring up games like this because I'm not traditionally a side scroller fan. Mm -hmm. I've never gotten into the and it's funny because you say, Oh, I love video games. I do love video games, but I'm never one to go out of my comfort, comfort zone. Comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, adventures, puzzle, adventures, puzzlers, uh, first-person shooters are like my wheelhouse. Even though I'm not good at a first-person shooter, I'll still play the heck out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> like I said, it's never yeah. been one of my favorites to go out and play like Metroid or Castlevania or any of those types of video games. So, even this new game, there's... a a game that everybody's been talking about recently, Celeste, where it's still kind of like the same thing where like a side-scroll platformer and I've wanted to try it out, but it's cool. You know, I may go check out Ori in the Blind Forest now that you actually mention it. So, uh, you know, I, I just, I like the fact that we all have different points of view. Like, I know Brian is a fan of the indie stuff. Um, I'm yeah, all over Izzy, the board, Izzy, so. Izzy, Izzy's all over the board. Like I said, we could kind of put ourselves in little, in peg ourselves in little holes but you know it's cool that we have different points of view i like that i like yes. how it adds the diversity to the show so uh do you have anything else yes i have something um so i recently got into the early access for blades finally after two weeks of downloading <laughs> the damn thing but um i like it it's like i 
Cause I'm I'm not really into mobile games. Like it's only like something when I'm bored or I don't have my PS4 or my Switch on me. Yeah. But it actually feels like Skyrim on, on the phone. Basically, that's what it is. Well, it's um, supposed to be. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be. They use the same skin. It basically looks like they use the same engine. Like everything looks like Skyrim esque. But it's basically just a dungeon crawler. You do a mission. You go to the dungeon. You defeat the enemies. You rescue the people, and you're out. And All you right. collect you collect stuff to build your town, and then um, they haven't. It's since it's early access. I haven't done the PvP yet, but they also have like a an, um, like the dungeon floor. I forgot what they call it, where you basically just like go through a gauntlet. It's just like floor after floor after floor after floor until you die. Okay. So they have that. Like if you want to just collect stuff. Okay. So it's it's pretty. It's actually pretty good. It's a little laggy, but I think once it gets out of early access, mm. it, it will actually be like pretty decent for a mobile game nice so you know have I'm, a little skyrim in your pocket yeah, <laughs> yeah i know i've always been a fan of skyrim that's one of my favorite one of my favorite games over the last you know was it decade now that they've been coming oh out God. with it's been de- a decade now it's that out been on everything out with, now yeah. Yeah. yeah i just got it on my uh, toaster recently <laughs> yeah, I, I got it, it on my your, alexa yeah, i thought it was your samsung refrigerator <laughs> but it does everything no but seriously i love now that there are actually video game studios that are trying to consistently concentrate on iOS platform and a mobile platform because before um, our, our, you know, the things that we carry in our pockets have always been an afterthought and now I really feel like there are companies that are saying, hey, you know, the things that are in our pockets are actually more powerful than the original space station that went into space, you know, 30, mm-hmm. 30 years mm-hmm. ago and we're going to put games on these things and we're going to make it an all in all in one shop you know your mm-hmm. your computer your video game system it's i love the fact that there are studios now concentrating on iOS mm-hmm. um so i was going to say like uh with PlayStation they have a thing with iOS where they have remote play now i did see that i saw it was an update i haven't recently. tested it I out myself it out either yet um anybody has tested out please let us know because i would yeah. love to know how that worked out because have you i have tried, an iphone have you tried the remote play on your computer no i have not i i, I have used it it's good yeah like when traveling for work yeah i've brought so you pair your playstation controller to the computer mm-hmm. the computer talks to your playstation back home so there's like there's almost like this middleman aspect of like now especially like you're in a hotel Wi-Fi is eh. yeah so now you're you're communicating from your computer back to your PS4 at home PS4 is communicating to whatever game servers it needs to so there's extra like you know obviously like mm-hmm. steps but um, it wasn't bad I mean you wouldn't want to take on some precise like uh, twin stick shooter type game but yeah. um, to play something like The Witness or something it works yeah like something single yeah. player you know yeah yeah, yeah. I just something kind of kicking around and mm-hmm. I'll have to go out and try it like I said it's not I did the update for iOS to enable the the system and I just never haven't gotten around to it yet I was just gonna follow up on your uh, comment about iOS I I got to go hands on with this game called Norman's Night in the Cave. And it's like an iOS exclusive game that's coming out. Right. Oh, for the for the Apple games they're coming yeah, out with, it's, right? It's really cool. I don't know if it'll be ready for like that initial arcade launch, but it's a it's a fun such an odd game um, where you're like controlling this guy by controlling like a momentous bowling ball that you fling into his chest and it kind of forces him into directions. 
but I have to say, like, it kind of works out. So it's weird. so weird. <laughs> but you know, it it it's fun. I, you just I I hope we see it soon. And uh, it's it's cool because it's like an iOS game that doesn't try to do like the virtual sticks. You know, I yeah. I always yeah. get frustrated about that's, the virtual that's sticks. That's what the blades has. It oh, has it does vir- have like it. you put your thumb on it and it shows the analog stick. Yeah, I feel like I can't that. Stand yeah. It. yeah, it's I mean, weird. <laughs> there are companies now that are coming out with like this. Like weird, extenders, this right? Weird oh, contraption yeah. that you put over the vice. Your, yeah, the device. Device. yeah, the like, yeah. Strap it down to your phone, yep. and it has like little rubber fingertips on the screen, but it like expands to the size of a regular mm-hmm. like PS4 Xbox controller, and it's just like literally playing an Xbox or a PlayStation, but you're staring at your phone screen. Right. So it's kind of you know, like I said, it's 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 weird, but iOS is picking up steam, and I like I said, it, I dig it. Did you just say Steam is coming to iOS? Or did I misread that? <laughs> no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. It's picking up Steam. Uh, <laughs> just ha, ha, ha. All right. So now that we're through that, we are going to go through some news stories. Everybody loves news stories. I love news stories because it's kind of where it's, it's going to be a segment where we're going to go through news stories about just video game stuff in general, whether it be, you know, big momentous like video game release dates, uh, information on video game developers, on developing houses, anything and everything the world of video games that is newsworthy, we're going to throw in this section. Mm-hmm. So my first story, my only story, so we're <laughs> going to go one story at a time. I don't want to overcrowd us tonight. But our story, my story tonight uh, is a long-awaited release of a game that I've wanted to play for a long time, but I don't have Xbox. But this is coming out for the Switch, and they've announced that the game Cuphead, which was an Xbox ex- an Xbox exclusive, there's a lot of X's in there, <laughs> an Xbox exclusive, is coming out finally. A release date has been set of April 18th for the Switch. Oh, my so, birthday. So it's oh, man. 10 days away. So oh, man. we, I'm looking forward to it because it's a game that I've always dug simply for the fact that I love the old style um, drawing cartoonish look oh, of yeah. it. It's like mm-hmm. it's got that old 1930s throwback. Super cool. And also the amazing soundtrack that comes with it, which is all, by the way, not pulled from the 1930s. It's all rec- new recorded stuff that they recorded in the 1930s style, just like that, oh, that that's whole... Awesome. That I don't even know how to explain it, but it's that old 1930s style flapper music. Yeah, and they've recorded it for this game, mm-hmm. but it's finally coming to the Switch. Something else besides Xbox, because unfortunately I don't own an Xbox. Maybe at some point. Um, it was on PC as well too. I used to own a PC at ah. one at one point in my life. Darn. That was. We're gonna talk about that later. We're gonna talk about that later <laughs> in this Spoiler show. Alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So, uh, Rob, did they mention if this is coming out with a cartridge release or is it download only? They did not say if it's going to be cartridge release. It looks like it's going to be download store only. Okay, cool. So that's that's what I got. That's my news for the day. What about you, Brian? What do you got for the news? My news is that uh, my news is free news. (laughs) No Man's Sky update is bringing VR. I am so excited. I did hear about that. Yeah, so they have this big update that they've been teasing for a long time it even went as far as like spinning up some fake websites that me and my co-workers looked at and thought they were real websites um but no so they just announced there's like a three-prong uh update that they're coming out with and two of the prongs are something else that are really cool but most importantly the last prong is vr 
it's like the perfect game to play in VR if if like you want my opinion. Do you? Do you want my opinion? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll give I you don't my know. Opinion. I'm kind of side eyeing No Man's Sky, especially with his first launch. That was, you know, ooh, man. No, no, no. This next launch is gonna be the launch. <laughs> it, it's gonna be just give it a this couple be more the tries. Real game this time. Yes. See, that's see, that was my first thing. I remember as a group, you know, I played with a group of people that, you know, we always played with the same system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we would always get the same games. We would always play online uh, shooters together. And we would always talk about video games. And one of the games we were so excited for was No Man's Sky. When this thing first came out, it was supposed to be the uh, the video game to end all video games, yep, period. I remember period. that, too. Period. <laughs> and it totally flopped. <laughs> It was it was D DOA Dead on Arrival. Oh, it was man. one of the worst video games I'd ever played with the initial release, and I was so upset about it. But then it came out again. But then it came out. <laughs> then it came out for a second time, and it got a little better when and they then added three hundred three hundred trillion worlds to it. Is this explore. gonna be another Skyrim? Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna keep coming out no, with re releases. I admit this game has not gripped me in any way. I haven't been to like the center of the universe or anything like that because I think that's from what I hear is how you win the game. I guess I don't know. I've never made it because I I always like stumble around. Um, but it's just cool to explore like a a weird foreign planet with like metally not metal but like weird dinosaurs that mm. kind of like have that. Horizon Zero Dawn look and everything's yeah. like I don't know super mm. fantastical and uh, yeah and I don't know you know if if people are still playing it are people going to re-download so. it <laughs> if they're coming out with an update I hope people are still playing it well I'll download ah, it that's okay I'll the pass VR, the VR might catch some people because I feel like if if it comes out on the on a on a like a console I feel like if they put it in VR someone's going to play it Right. Yeah. Because right. someone like I I run hot and cold. I run so hot and cold with VR. Like there's some <laughs> games that I absolutely love and then there's some games that I play once and I'm like this is a steaming pile of nothing. <laughs> and it's just like like what I've been playing is uh Astrobots. Oh, I love it. Absolutely one of my favorite VR games of all time. Of all time. It's just this cute little it's just this cute little bot game where you just Go around, pluck little bots from everywhere, and it's amazing. I oh. love it. It's basically it's so cute. You haven't played it, right? Is I've it? never touched it's anything so VR. Oh, we, we have to have a VR I'm day. I'm scared. We'll have a VR. We'll have <laughs> a VR day where you could come and we can hang out and we can play VR games. I'm down. And it's just so. It's the, one of the cutest games and one of the best well-conceived games I've seen in probably VR history so far. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's like it's a game of the year game. I feel like even I know it. It's not this year. It's but not a triple A title, but it's gonna no. be, you know, it's basically Super Mario Odyssey in VR. Yeah, pretty much. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like that I gotta caliber, try that. That yeah. caliber of like 3D platforming and like, it's so fun and like every world is so unique too. You go through. There's one board that I was playing and like I I couldn't see my jaw because I had the headset on, mm. but I think it was on the floor. But I, you're like going through this twister scene, like we're literally like you're in a tornado and like a house I, is flying by I and stuff. To that and, party. Oh, yeah. oh, that's awesome! There's okay, the one now party. I want to play. The craziest one that I that I remember playing from Astrobot was the inside the volcano mine ride. Oh yeah, which was like literally feels like you're on a roller coaster. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, and it's, you're shifting it's, tracks, and you're shifting tracks, and it's just. The right. weirdest feeling because you're not moving, but you have that sensation, like that inner body sensation of like here comes the here comes the yeah, drop. Yeah, because what you you're know? seeing, your you're body's like, oh. reacting to. So and that's really cool. A lot of games like that have kind of given me uh, 
a second thought to see what we can uh, do with VR because, like, I know Ace Combat came out with a flying partial. Their new game is partial VR. Um, so you're flying in the cockpit of a fighter jet. And I know just just announced is the new Iron Man VR where you're going to actually fly in the suit of Iron Man and use the paddles as his hand blasters. Oh, that is and so it, cool. Like, it's, like I said, they're... It, it's taking a little while to pick up steam, but I really feel like the new generation of PSVR is going, to, and all the other VRs. Like I said, oh yeah, I've I've only experienced the PSVR, but I know um, Microsoft has one. Um, Theirs is like a more of an AR. That Hololens thing is like yeah. an AR mix, yeah. Um, but the Oculus and the now the Oculus the Quest the other is coming one. out, yeah. and the Oculus Rift, Rift S is coming out very soon. Um, very excited for those. I just sold my Rift recently because okay. I knew, you know. You guys right. sold me. I'll okay. try VR. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring the Oculus Go next week and we there could we like go. do the podcast in VR. Oh, that'd know? be great. Reach out and we'll just somebody. We'll then we can rec- VR chat. No, we'll get like your live reactions on the show and you'll be like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm on a beach. <laughs> I'll be like, nope, you're not. No. All right, so what do you got, Izzy, for some news? Give us, okay. hit us with some news. So... I got excited because I always wanted to try the Nintendo online, but mm-hmm. you know, I was like, eh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But then Twitch Prime was like, I have a gift for you, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, if you're subscribed to Twitch Prime, you get a year of Nintendo online for free. Okay, but cool. there's a catch. You have to be, you, your initial sign up with Prime, you get your first three months, but you have to be subscribed for 60 days mm-hmm. after that. And then you get the rest of the months. That sounds fine. So, to me. which is fine to me because I I use Amazon Prime and I just hooked it up to my Twitch. So to me, it's no problem. So, but you have until September. It's like September, like in mid September, you have until you could redeem it. So I already claimed my three months, but you don't have to use it right away. Yeah, you could gotcha. actually wait till you get the other months okay. and then redeem them all together. So you gotcha. get your year. Oh, cool. So be on the lookout for that. They're having it until September. So if you have Twitch Prime or if you have Amazon Prime, just hook up your Twitch to it. Make a Twitch account and just get it for free. Hey, you can't go wrong for a free year. Yeah, I mean, when I got my Switch, that was like one of the first things I got was I signed up for Nintendo Online just for this. I mean, when it first came out, because Mm -hmm. obviously it wasn't online right away. Uh, But I really like what they're offering me at what they're offering you now with the little extras with the old Nintendo games and the special versions of the Nintendo games, Mm -hmm. how every couple weeks they're adding these, they're adding new video games and some of which are some of my favorites that like of all time are on this list that they've been and releasing. they play flawlessly and i have a friend who flawlessly. has it yeah and it's like the transition is just like wow it's yeah. just like i didn't expect like because you know you expect with old games or like nintendo you know you're like eh, but no it was like perfect going right into it no problem and they have like suspend saves so it's like mm-hmm. if you exit out and play another game you won't lose your save gotcha. so it's pretty cool yeah i like it i mean it's it's like I said, it's one of my favorites that we can talk about, that we could play. Um, like I said, I grew up on Nintendo, so that's like my wheelhouse bread and butter. That's my go-to if I want to play something that is not going to make me think very hard, and I just like had a bad day at work, and I just want to kind of sit back and you know hack and slash some goblins in Zelda. That's what I'm going to do. You know, it's just going to go fight some goblins in Zelda. It's amazing how like 
the nostalgia and the memory of going back to those games. Like uh, my cousin recently gave me the the NES Mini and the Super NES mm-hmm. Mini. And going back in, I'm like, oh man, this old thing. But like right away, I'm like, oh, I have to bomb this wall right here because yeah, there's a secret. There's a secret <laughs> game like, right there. It's like this everything game just like starts flowing years. through. Yeah, exactly. It's literally like the rain power. Man. Yeah, <laughs> power comes flowing out. Definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely a secret here. So, right now we're gonna go to one of my favorite sections. It's gonna be called the list. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> So, <laughs> but so the list is going to be where we're going to talk about some uh, highly debated topics um, where we're going to list our favorite video games. It's not going to just be favorite video games, but it's going to be maybe your favorite, maybe the top five villains, maybe the top five heroes in video games, the top five. Um, love interest. Mario <laughs> games, top five love interest, <laughs> top five anything, top five series. It, it's going to be the top five. And when we come up with our top five, each of us are going to have our own top five. We are then, if we can, try to come up with combined oh, top man. five. Oof. We're going to see if we overlap a little That'll bit. That'll be our seven hour fight episode. <laughs> Ready, fight. Yes. <laughs> that will be a separate, separate yeah. episode. <laughs> so we're going to start off with our top five favorite games of all time. I figured get something easy, you know, something that we house we love talking easy about. For you. Was that a joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that was not it was, easy. It was, I mean, it was not easy for me, but there are games where I can just look back. I'm like, that's it. You know, that's yeah. definitely on my mm-hmm. list of stuff to uh, talk about. Um, so, Brian, oh. if you want to start, you could do your top five first. I have a question. How are we running this? Are we starting like we all say our fifth position and move up? Are yours ranked? Or are we just going to? Honestly, I was going to put that it's not in order. It's okay. just Yeah, I, I don't think games. we can. I, can, I, don't I think cannot we can put them in order. Them. I can't then why don't we go order. around? Can we say one each and then yeah. like. Okay. Yeah, we can do okay. that. We're so, obviously going to edit this out, so, right? <laughs> so, Bri, you could start first. Give me give me your number five. Oh, man. All right. Well, if this isn't in, in any order. This um, isn't in any order. I guess I'll start what I considered toward the bottom of the top five. And I'm going to put Bioshock down there. Absolutely love, love, love Bioshock. Have you played through it, Izzy? I'm scared. Too scared? <laughs> I tried love playing. Bioshock. I tried oh, streaming it, and I screamed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, have you you've played it, right? I've played it, and I love the whole. Like I said, when I told you about Cuphead, I was talking about like the old 1930s kind of de- Art Deco style, and this plays right into that. Oh, where for sure. The whole the whole concept of the video game is like the old 1930s Art Deco mm-hmm. style, and the old diver uniforms and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I've played it, um, and. It's it's a good game. I love. I mean, it's always a kind of a cool little adventure game that I've I beat the first one. I don't think I beat the second one. Um, I've beat the first two and haven't beaten the third one. I take a lot of heat on not having <laughs> beat uh, Infinite yet. It's Get your, to it, Brian. <laughs> and the thing I like about Infinite, though, that I liked about Infinite was that it was history driven. So in my regular day job, I'm a history teacher. So anything that deals with history, history driven, anything, any video games, history style is I'm all down for it because you go through Bioshock Infinite and you're going through the different time periods and talking about that kind of stuff. But yeah, so Bioshock is definitely a good game. Bam. 
I gotta try and play it. I'm too scared. Which, <laughs> all right, Izzy, what, hit us with one from your list. Mm, I'll go with since we're not going in any order. Yeah. I would definitely, definitely go with a Blood Rain. Just I would okay. say two. I would say two because. The first one I love, but the second one had the best cheat codes. <laughs> Let's just say that. Well, I wasn't. It wasn't technically like to cheat the game. It was more like outfit wise and stuff like that. So, but um, like aerodynamic rain, outfits, so you run faster. Yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> those type of outfits. But it was funny because my grandfather actually got me into Blood Rain. He actually got me into the whole hack and slash. He was a gamer. Yeah, he's That's still awesome. a gamer oh, to this day. He awesome. he is the reason I'm into video games. But he was just playing it on the GameCube, and he was like, oh, you should try this game. And I was like, sure. My, me at like 10 years old playing freaking uh, Blood Rain. Oh, man. But um, I loved it. I don't know. I like Hack and Slash. It was, it was a good thing, and I like her little little comedic timing comments and stuff like that. And she was just she was a bamf, man. I like playing like female leads. That's my yeah, thing. Yeah, that's cool. You know, strong female leads like Bayonetta. Or Horizon Zero Dawn, I, f- I totally forgot her name, and I but I played Aloy. the crap out of Aloy, yeah, yeah. her Aloy. everything, like any 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 game that has a strong female lead, I'm down for for sure. So I haven't played Blood Rain. Like, is it is it like a, one of these like brutally punishing games where you replay like the same fight a million times? Or um, I would say it's like think of Devil May Cry, but in its early stages. It, they have kind of like a rank system in the in the later games, but it's just basically you have a story. And you're half vampire, half woman, and you're just trying to, you're fighting Nazis. Fighting the Nazis. You're fighting Nazis. And it's bloody, 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 bloody. Yeah, way over bloody. The more gore, the better, for me at least. <laughs> and Bioshock is scary. Yeah, I know. Bioshock is scary, but Blood Rain is fine. <laughs> Rob, give us one from your list, buddy. All right, so I'm going to go super nerd on you guys. Oh, no. Um, we got Bioshock over here. We got Blood Rain over here. The bottom of my list is going to be Super Mario 2. Wait, what? Super <laughs> Mario 2. You understood the question, right? <laughs> yes. So I, I finally, I find I get a lot of flack for liking Super Mario 2 because I feel like when people talk about Super Mario Brothers that people kind of like poo-poo on Super Mario 2 <laughs> because they just don't like, they said it doesn't fit anywhere. You're like, how does Super Mario 2 even fit in the Super Mario scheme of things? But you know what? I think the cool kind of campy game that it was makes it that lovable game that I kind of just mess around with when I get time. You know, just like jumping on radishes and fighting the egg birds. Is this why you always throw radishes at me? (laughs) I get it now. It is. I keep them in my trunk. But but yeah, so Super Mario 2, um, which by the way, NES. Like I said, yeah, everything you're taking can, it everything all. everything goes back to NES. I will concede that game has some of the best music though out of the franchise, in my opinion. I love yes. some of the songs in there are just incredible. Mm-hmm. I do. The songs were definitely good. The art style was kind of cool. It was it was it it just seems really out of place. But for me, I just really I just dig it. It's like I said, it's just a favorite. Like it's just a feel good, you know, go back and kind of just when you drop out of the sky, out of the door. And, and just you go away and that's it you could actually walk to the left you're not like confined <laughs> exactly. to just moving yeah. right yeah i think that was you know if i had a guess that was early like before they came to the realization that they were like oh when people want a sequel they want it to be similar but more and you know they made the zelda 2 which was such a weird departure oh, yeah. too zelda 2 was such a weird depart- departure uh, you know yeah so it's like these uh, it's funny you're in love with like almost like a hiccup in the series but 
It's mm-hmm. cool, you know, it, it stands on its own. Uh, man, I don't even remember if I beat it. Have you beat this game, Izzy? I don't know. I got into Mario very late. Like, wow. I, like I said, my first console was a PS1. So, and a wow. hand-me-down at that, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So my grandfather was the one that had all the old, he still has a Sega gear to this day. <laughs> that he crafted his own. He had a game gear. He crafted his own charger for it because nobody sells the charger. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. like cranks it in, like, yeah. <laughs> during like load screens. No, but my grandfather's the type that he could fix anything man-made. So especially when it comes to video games, he's like, oh, I need a charger for the Sega gear, I'll make one. <laughs> so. All right, Bri. Going around? Hit, hit us with mm-hmm. your next one. All right. This one's a little more recent. The Witness. Okay. I absolutely love The Witness. I, you know, very few games for me. Like, firstly, I have to say, I don't get to the end of all of my games. <laughs> I don't think any of us do. My backlog is growing. My backlog is huge. Um, <laughs> adulthood of gaming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Hashtag, if I just didn't have a job, I'd be fine. adulting. <laughs> yep. But um, The Witness was definitely one of those games when it was over, and I was like, no, 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 there's got to be more. I need to do more. Like, And I, I platinumed it 100%. Like, you know, even the last challenge is like insane. They made it for like only the craziest of crazies, and I beat that. But I love that game. It was so cool. I won't say the story's cool because I don't know what the story is. Um, <laughs> the puzzles, though, are fantastic. It's one of those games where they don't have to teach you, and it's like, here's what you do. They just show you a puzzle, and you're like, what the heck? And you start stumbling around, and you're like, Oh, that's basically I how I was when I tried, and I'm like, Ugh. like, no, but it's I don't know. It felt like kind of missed to me. They were just like, here you go. Yeah, no, it definitely. <laughs> go play. I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, and it was free recently. Did you grab it? Yeah, it I grabbed free? it. That's yeah. why I tried it. You so, told me to try it. It's definitely on my list of things to play in the future. I love it. I can't wait to see. Uh, it's a Jonathan Blow game. Um, who made Braid? I don't know if you're familiar with Braid. I played Braid. A lot of cool yeah. like time rewinding mm-hmm. elements. So hopefully, if him and his team have anything half as cool as to witness coming next i'm like i'll just call out dead for work i guess i don't know <laughs> so that's my uh not right. order but number four i guess number four my second one is crash bandicoot the first one for ps1 nice now this is the one this is the one game that had got me into the achievement hunter mode the completionist mode (laughs) if i missed the box i would literally kill myself on purpose to start over to get the box that i missed like i literally that was i 100 percented that game before there were ever achievements (laughs) existed (laughs) like i was like up all night like i have to beat this level i have to get everything i have to get everything and it's like when they brought it out for PS4, I was like, I have to get it. I have to get it. It's not the same, but the original game will always hold a place in my heart because that's what really threw me into the video game world was Crash gotcha. Bandicoot. That, that's my baby right there. I played Crash when I was, what was that? Probably high school for me. I, I think Crash was high school. But it was what definitely one of my uh, first forays into the series of crash you know my yeah. friends had all been playing it and they're like yo you got to check out this thing which spins around really fast and wax on the boxes i'm like all right let's uh give this thing a try and it's just a pretty neat kind of a cool little game no it was definitely cool i mean i like playing those like the levels where like the cameras behind you and stuff yeah. which is like a, a large portion of them yeah. that's such a cool like that was like the first time that you're like Wow, like I'm I'm in a different place. I'm not used to. I'm not looking at the side of the character or uh, anything like that. Really cool. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. <laughs> All right. Did you lose your list for a moment? Yeah, I lost my list. I was like, oh my god. There was god. panic. <laughs> there was I, panic setting. I was trying to talk as if I didn't notice the panic, but <laughs> yeah, I'll just throw it I out deleted, there. I deleted my list by accident, oh. but I got it. I got it back. 
All right, Rob. All right. So when I tell you, you guys are going to laugh at me, you're going to laugh at me. Don't say uh, Zelda because 2. This, because this game is the most recent game on my list. Everything else is before this. So we're talking Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, okay. That's not bad. It no, came it's not out, bad. It came out in 05. Um, but I literally had a heart attack when they said that when PS4 came out, uh, I think they came out with a UHD full full mm-hmm. upgrade UHD conversion for the the system, and I like literally was like, uh, it was, <laughs> couldn't it breathe. Was, I couldn't breathe for a second because it's literally one of my favorite games. Um, just the whole concept of just this. One of the, I don't know if it was one of the first open worlders, but just going around a giant world, finding these huge colossi in different, in different, in their different elements, and just learning how, I mean, literally, you could spend five minutes on a colossus, or you can spend, I spent days on one that I just could not figure the path. Because there's always that quote unquote path to the top that you have to find out whether. It's the odd brick, the odd piece of hair that you have to grab on the Colossus mm-hmm. and, and just climb your way up and steady yourself to stab the, the focal point or whatever you need to do. Um, it is just one of those games where the art blew me away. Yeah. But more, than, more, so than, more so than the gaming, the art of the game absolutely blew my mind. It was so well constructed. The, the music which is almost non-existent, just adds that little hint to the game. But the art in that game was literally top-notch, top-notch. That's why it made my list. Just one of those games where if you just want a a great-looking game, that's it right there. Mm -hmm. Wow. Damn, you made me want to get it now. I know. (laughs) I I haven't played it, so... I've yeah. seen I've seen the whole gameplay of it. Game I watch Game Grumps a lot. I watch them religiously. They play through the whole thing, and I watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, this game is actually really freaking nice." Mm-hmm. It's long, but it's really nice. It's long. <laughs> it's a long game. All right, the next one on my list is ironic as I'm looking at it because it's a game that I've played about five to ten minutes of the campaign and invested about thirty to forty days into the multiplayer. <laughs> uh, it's Modern Warfare Two, of yes. course. Man, yes. Yep. That is also my favorite. Well, it's not on my <laughs> list, but it's it's actually it's actually one of the games that I actually got into Call of Duty. All That's right. what yeah. made me get into Call of Duty. Yeah, this I'm was sorry, my I didn't first interrupt No, you. no, uh, this was <laughs> my this first was Call first. of Duty game. Yeah, and man, it was just it just blew my mind. I mean, mm-hmm. I never thought I was going to be into like online multiplayer gaming, but playing this game was like Oh my God, I'm there! Like I, it's weird because I actually have memories of being in these maps that I've never been mm. in. Like, but I know, you know, there's a broken box over behind that door, yeah. you know, because I've been there so many times. Yeah. Oh my and God! And the, the hours invested, uh, oh. or days, or maybe even months. I but. totally understand you. I had joined like three clans. I had a whole team that I played with. I only played hardcore search and destroy. I was like, at first, I I was one of the people that because I I came in. I came in new, like my, I think my first actual like multiplayer was Halo. Okay. But this was like one of the ones that really got me into it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I remember, like, I was the type of person that that couldn't look and shoot straight. <laughs> That's how I started out. You were walking in circles. Yeah, and then like, I, yeah. I, I, I remember I got World of War first, and I was like, oh, I hate this game. I'm terrible at it, whatever. And mm-hmm. my friend was like, look, get Modern Warfare 2. He goes, I'll train you. I'll train you. And it literally was like, I felt like I was... I know it's not close to the army, but I felt like I was a drill sergeant. My friend was a drill sergeant. They literally trained me in private matches, and I ended. That's how I ended up getting good. And and then they just took me out on the field, and I just started going. And I was just like, I was in clans. I was like, a, I was like officer and stuff like that. I was like doing all types of stuff. And then I stopped at Modern Warfare Three, and then I was like, I'm done. My career's over. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I mean, it kept it kept shifting, right? And it was yeah. like you know the future, and then it's like the distant future, and then it's like the nah, far future. But Modern Warfare future. Two were hands down will be my favorite Call of Duty game ever. Yeah. Same, yeah. same. Oh my god, the multiplayer is incredible. Same. The guns feel oh. so they handle so well. What was your set? I had uh, so many. There was a point <laughs> where I was playing with the FAL for a while. I mm-hmm. love that, like the the semi-automatic, um, the FAMAS, like the three-round burst, but. I probably played the most with the RPD, like which is one of the um, LMGs. Oh. So that R- RPD, I would run and gun with the, the <laughs> RPD, like you know, I'm just like, like people are like, look at nah, this guy. Me, you know? it was the Tar 21 with extended mags and the Kimbo G18s, or because um, that was like my running gun. But I also I used to knife people a lot. Like I used to do it just to piss people off because you know, yeah, you brought up the fact that I'm a female and a male dominated. Thing, oh boy, the stuff I used to hear. They're like, no girl plays girl, uh, freaking Call of Duty at 4 a.m. And I'm like, oh really? I'm like, I'll knife this whole game. And I'll just, <laughs> I went like 26 and seven one time, and I made everybody rage quit. And I was like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> I like, and I like Warfare that. Yeah, was like the best to get back at people for getting yes. at me for playing video games. So that's why that will always hold a special place in my Such heart. Such a great game. Oh my god. Oh, I'm fantastic. just thinking of it. I, you know, all the maps and like they're just. I they're even bought it on PC. I liked it that much, but on PC is terrible. Really? Because nobody plays it. I know. You, do you think like so bad. we'll get a remaster at some point? Like I hope so. Okay, because really MW One like remaster is incredible. It's 4K yeah. and like it, it gives me hope. I'm like, okay, so they haven't forgot that like we're out there and we don't want laser beams Listen, and like the moment dogs. they announce a Modern Warfare 2 remaster, I am pre-ordering it. The mo- like oh, they yeah, would, yeah. I would I would probably try to pre-order before the website is even up. Like mm-hmm. I'll be at line. Like okay, I want it right now. So that that's that's one Call of Duty game I'll go again for a midnight release for sure. <laughs> stand outside. Yeah, stand outside. I got yeah. sick the last time when I went for the Modern Warfare Three. Really? Yeah, from I got staying sick outside. From staying outside. I do a lot of those like sit outside launches, oh and people are like, you know, you could pre-order on Amazon. I'm like, that's not fun. <laughs> All right. Oh, she deleted her list. I deleted again. it again. Oh I know. I think I you wanted to say, say the witness was next, right? No, no. <laughs> trust me, it is not. <laughs> No offense to the witness. No, my, okay, now my game, I will have, oh, God, it's hard to choose now. I would say Fable. Fable will be my next one. Okay. Now, Fable 1. Now, I know a lot of people are going (laughs) to freak out because I also like 2 and I also like 3, but I I will agree that the story got progressively worse (laughs) once they started with 2. And I was like, but why? Fable 1 is just fantastic from beginning to end. The gameplay is just, even though it, you play it now, it's very dated, mm-hmm. it's still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's still enjoyable, it's still just the classic RPG. I loved it, and 
and it, that was another one that I fell on by mistake. I was just like, what's this? Oh, and really? I just played it. That's how you gonna most of my stories start with, I was bored one day and I saw a game I played it. You know, so that's basically what Fable Fable was for me. I love the whole series, but Fable 1 will by far be one of my favorites. And I if I could play it again, I'll play it again. For I'm sure. wondering, so I don't know if you guys know, like the Xbox One S or Xbox One X actually like up converts like all your games like if it can you know if they're backward compatible mm-hmm. i'm wondering like if the it does anything with fable i gotta throw the disc in at some point oh, you have to because if it's it does so anything because there were a lot of like frame rate issues in that game yeah. for sure i think that that kind of killed the combat for me but like the story they and, and all the PC. decision oh really yes okay. they is that where you played it was really fun yeah the decision game. the branching like yeah, yeah. oh cool. and every time i tried that was the one game that really tested my good or evil because even though i try to do the evil route just to get the achievements. I couldn't do it. I yeah. couldn't do it. I always play good. I always yeah. play good. Fable 3 was the only one that I actually went through with all the evil choices. But then once I got all the achievements, I was like, okay. And I put everything yep. back to the door. I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I could breathe again. I can't be the bad guy. Yeah, I, I, could, I could never be it. the bad guy. It's like this guy wants you to protect his chickens. Do you murder the chickens or protect? I'm like, why would I murder the chickens? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or raise the rent. That was like a big thing for me. I was like, oh, no, oh, I can't yeah. do that. And having multiple husbands and oh my god, <laughs> it like everything you did, like you had to be careful, and that's what that's what really got me into the whole the decision making. Gotcha. That's why I liked it. Okay, what's your so third one? my next game? I already mentioned it in this first podcast so far. It's one of those games where it just lets me sit back. If I'm having a bad day, I'm gonna go hack at some goblins. So my next game on my list is Original Legend of Zelda. Just mm. boom, like I said, <laughs> boom. the the classic. Just I mean, it's one of those games where you just you can just tell by the sound of the game. Like when you hear that, you automatically know it's what like a trigger. that game yeah. is. Yeah. Like you, like if you're a video gamer, you automatically know what that game is, and just by those like six little notes. But even even if you're not a video gamer, I think most people know. Like they'll they probably won't get the names right, but they'll know. Like oh, that's that that elf game mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. something like that. And with that guy named Zelda. With that guy yeah. named Zelda. I'm like <laughs> exactly. uh, you're very no. close on this one. <laughs> so close, except it begins with an L. But um, yeah, like I said, it's just one of those games that to me is just a uh, it's a comforting game. Like I said, all my games for that are on my list are comfort games, except for one. There's one on here. It's a little scary, but um, this one is just a comfort game that I just like to go back to that I could play it 100 times, and I could probably play it 100 times more and not get bored of it, and mm-hmm. I will still play the heck out of this game. Can I ask, like, what system you're playing it on? Like, do you have a NES, like a retro NES? Or? I don't have it on the NES. I've been playing it on my Switch. Oh, oh okay. yeah, because so of the nice. online. It's the Switch Online has, has it as one of their originals, but then it also has the special version where... Um, there was a secret to Legend of Zelda. If you remember, if you saved your game as Zelda, it would actually unlock a second half of the video game mm-hmm. where the things would be in different places and the enemies would be harder and and it would have like a little sword next to your name when you saved it as Zelda. And um, they have unlocked uh, the special game, which is that second save mm-hmm. half of the game. So you have the first game original and then you have the special upgraded version nice. as well. Um, so that's, so that's on my list, but 
enough about me. We're moving on. <laughs> I was just going to say, you mentioned Shadow of the Colossus is one of the first open world adventure games, but um, I think Legend well, of yeah, Zelda is probably Legend of Zelda one of the first. Possibly be f the could first, be the first. Could if be not, the yeah. first open world adventure. I mean, I'm not going far back as like Atari or Commodore or any of those things. So because there are definitely mechanics in that game to restrict you from getting to like some of the dungeons, like if you don't have the raft. But Correct. you could potentially stumble upon. I think it's like the third dungeon that has the without spiders even getting to the first yeah one. without even getting to the first mm -hmm. one and you're like yep. way like you know you're underpowered and you're like yeah. am i supposed to be here and like <laughs> yeah but that's the whole that's why i like about open world is just you know you test it gets you get to test your limits mm. you know that's why i loved about like oblivion and skyrim especially that, that happened yeah. to me with witcher a lot and that's what kind of turned me off with that I game to play that. because i was i was playing witcher 3 like crazy but the problem is i kept uh, just venturing outside those bounds where you'd run into like these level eight wraiths and you're like a level two guy. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god. Yeah, that's yeah, like, that's how and I you am don't realize that too. it's not that you're bad at playing the game. No, you're actually somewhere you're not supposed to be. Exactly. It'd like warn you and be like, no, no, you're not supposed to be here. That that's like with Skyrim. Skyrim is so massive. It's just like I'll be like, okay. I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and then I'm like, ooh, something shiny, and yeah. I just end up oh, somewhere where I'm not supposed worst. to be, and I'm like, Ugh. you'll, even, you'll even have somebody that'll say like, like yeah. my daughter was kidnapped. You go looking, but then you end up like stumbling upon vampires. You get sworn <laughs> into this cult, and then you like look at your menu, you're like, I was supposed to be rescuing like that little girl, like <laughs> she's probably dead by ago. now. I, yeah. I already drank her blood, like last level. Like, I would yeah, go look for her, but I can't go out in the daytime but anymore. But it's like it's like you think Skyrim is big on console when you add it on PC and you add like twenty thousand. And mods. mods it just yeah. becomes a whole nother I'm story not, i'm not a modder at all oh I, i'm a modder like my fallout 4 alone has like 400 mods and the, most of them are armor mods because i'm constantly changing her outfit <laughs> she yeah. has to look cool when she's fighting <laughs> did you craft Death like Club. a dressing room in your no, uh, in I your wish. town yeah no they actually like have houses you can build that have literally everything in it and they have access to everything and then, you know, um, certain body types, like I have a certain body type that I use, so I have to download all the texture packs for that body type. And <laughs> oh, wow. That's it's intense. crazy. Like, I learned how to, like, actually create a body type because of the modding I had to do for the game. It's type of crazy. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, it's cool that all those mods are somebody that was inspired to create something that maybe wouldn't have. You know, they might not necessarily be, like, developers or anything, but they're like, I know I want to make I'll, this thing, and they, yeah. they do I whatever it takes. And I agree, because a lot of the... A lot of the mods they make, especially for like Bethesda games, like some of them are actually better than the actual quests that come with the game. Mm. Like Skyrim alone has so many. Like there's some people who actually make their own maps. Yeah. And it's like their own, their own AI, their own stories, their own background stories, and it's like so immersive. It's like, oh, it's like endless hours. Mm -hmm. That's I have like two thousand hours in Skyrim because of just mods alone. So. All right, so Rob. I'm gonna follow up on your Zelda one. Uh, yeah. Next one on my list is Ocarina of Time. <gasps> yes, I love, it, it love, just, love that game. That just barely got eked off my list by, love by others, but <laughs> Ocarina of Time is literally one of probably the most beautiful Zelda games. Yes, the, the, I agree. One of the most beautiful Zelda games I've ever played. I could stare at like just as simple as the polygons are. Like the art is so like nicely defined. I sometimes I've just looked at like you know Link standing there and I'm like. Wow, this is awesome! Because yeah. they had such a like a very finite number of polygons they could work with, and you mm -hmm. look at it and you're like, the choices they made to convey like a certain style yeah. and look is, it, it's really cool. I mean, I've I've beaten the game a 
many yeah, times. Yeah, that was actually my first Zelda game. Oh, was it? Yes, it's, it's usually, that was my first the Zelda. Is it Did you play it on the uh, 3DS or? No, no, no. Like I, my grandfather had it. Oh, okay, And cool. I played wow. it. Like I, like all the original stuff. Yeah. Like my grandfather had it. I just played it at his house. He was like he, like I said, he was the one that introduced me to that as well. That's yeah. why it was my first Zelda game. Nice. Yes. So now mine. Oh, God, this is, like, really tough because I don't know which order. Like, I know we're not yeah. supposed to do an order, but this it's so hard. This is the hard. fourth one. Your fourth. Your I fourth think I'm secretly pick. doing an order. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Am, I kind of am doing mine in order. I will say Kingdom Hearts. Now, it's hard to choose which one because I love the whole series. So you just want to go with the series Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the series. This is really hard just to pinpoint which one's my favorite. All right. Even though the first one got on my nerves because... Freaking the last boss was so annoying. Like, I remember I tried to beat him the first time. I kept 13 hours I went just trying to beat him. I couldn't do it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I took like a week break, and I went back, and I beat him the first try. And I was like, oh, my God. It was like, I felt so, like, accomplished. And then the second game come out. That was great. And then I waited 13 years for the third one, but you know, everybody the, did. Yeah, everybody did. I mean, when you're I, a grandma, you'll get to play the next one. I know. <laughs> when I when I'm an old lady, that's when the fourth yeah. one will come out. But it's just in a series overall, like just the, especially the third game. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it did make me cry because Aww. I'm like, ah oh, man, this Aww. is like I waited 13 years for this, and this is this. it is a little short, but I think if you're a fan of the series, it's worth it. But just, if you have not played Kingdom Hearts, where have you been? You need to play it. <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> Please, they already have the, they actually sell the whole collection with the story so far. Mm. And it's all the games in one thing for PS4. What is it, like one, two, two and a half, and then three? The, all There's 13 games in total in okay, the series. So I, I was yeah, a lot so of fractions you're missing. There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of fractions. Um, they, but most of the games are not actual ports. They're just like cutscenes. So basically gotcha. it's like a story-wise. So cool. just a warning, if you think you're getting like 13 games, it's most likely like five games and the rest are cutscenes. So. Gotcha. So my next game on my list is totally off base from the rest of my games uh so this was my first foray into like i guess you would call a horror game Mm -hmm. and it's resident evil 2 Mm. and it was it was my first game on pc so yeah that's when i actually had a pc this was back (laughs) back when i was in high school 1998 it came out Oh, so man, Resident Evil 2. Too. <laughs> oh man. And so and and the cool thing is is they just re-released it on PS4 as a remake. I heard it's fantastic. Oh, I, it's fantastic. I, I'm hearing so many good things about it. I'm right on the edge of buying it. So is I'm, there, I'm, I, I'm not super familiar with the series. Can you just catch me up? Like I've played one. It, are there like big departures from one to two? Because I know four gets more like over the shoulder and it's not like the static cam in the room, but like how is two fit in? Is two similar to one or? It's it's along the same umbrella corporation line. Like you still have the same operatives, Claire Redfield, and and, and it's just, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, it's sort of the same story. It's all about the T-virus and... Mm-hmm. It kind of follows the same family line, as you would say. I mean, it's not a direct sequel, 
I would I wouldn't put it as a direct sequel. Um, I wouldn't. In fact, I wouldn't put any of the Resident Evils as direct sequels. No, ever. I, I mean, think they're, they're all kinda, standalone. Like yeah. you don't mm-hmm. really need to play the other games to play. Correct. Cool. You don't have to play them in order. Very cool. Um, I'm. That's another game I'm terrified of, <laughs> and that's because of my grandfather. <laughs> I blame him. He used to play like at five in the morning with surround sound, and I wake up in the morning. I hear. Ugh. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. You know, he was. I used to watch him play Resident Evil, like all of them. He's played all of them, up to five, because five was on Xbox. He finally got an Xbox 360, and I made him play. I was like, you play all the Resident Evils, you got to play this one. But by far, I think zero is his favorite, mm-hmm. and four. I watched him play four, and four is fantastic. So, I don't know. I'll probably never play them because I suck. I <laughs> those. Well, I was gonna say like you can't tell me you're gonna play this. I and know not play I can't. Bioshock. I can't do it. I'm I'm too I'm too chicken. I'm too chicken. Oh, I mean, like I said, it's just been one of my favorite games. I mean, it's it's it was just so weird the way it was. It was just and this was just in this one area too. It's just like in the like li- it was like a library or something or like a mansion. And it's above ground, it's below ground, it's and and I I love the combination. I think what got me was the combination of puzzle shooter, where you you'd have to solve puzzles and mm-hmm. you'd also have to um, shoot them up. Yeah. And the the thing about Resident Evil is it made you think. It was one of the first games where it made you think about conserving your ammo. Should you run or should you yes. fight? And right. that was the big decision with that game. Should you run or should you fight? Because you could sit there and try to blow away three zombies, but if you're going to use two clips to try to get it done, you know, you may not find another 10 bullets, you know, for th- four more rooms, you yep. know, and, right. and in that time you can, you know, find 10 more zombies and have 10 bullets left. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it was really one of those games where it was... It made you strategize. First, it made you strategize. It was like a run and fight kind of a game. Even with your inventory you as Even well. With, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that, so like I said, that's what put that on my top yeah. five. But now we're coming to the f- our final games mm, on man. the list. These this this should be should be your top. Should be your top. I'm not gonna say it is. That's your top, why I saved it for last. But it should be <laughs> your top. So so hit me up, Brian. What you got? All right. Anybody who knows me. Knows that this is no surprise. <laughs> it's Geometry Wars. Oh, of course. <laughs> and um, I'll it. say, ge- I'll like further elaborate Geometry Wars 3 just because it kind of encompasses everything that's in 1 and 2. Uh, they've, uh, they've done a really good job of kind of giving you everything of the other games loaded into this one just with upgraded graphics. I can't even tell you how many hours I put into this. And I like, there's no number to quantify the hours I've invested into Geometry Wars. Um, <laughs> but. That is my game. If somebody's like, you're going to be on a desert island uh, forever, pick one game. It's Geometry Wars. I know it seems like a silly choice because there's no story. Uh, there's no characters, just a bunch of uh, objects and geometrical figures that are drawn to you. But I could just blast away. I guess I don't know if I'd ha- be able to do like a leaderboard chase on an island alone. <laughs> but um, at least I could try to best my own scores. Um, well, did you make top 10? Did I you am top, top 10, 10, 10 in the world. In the top world. 10 in the world, yeah. Uh, that's on the waves. Uh, He's number mode. eight, by the way. <laughs> no, no, ten. Oh, it is. No, I'm ten. I'm ten. Oh, yeah. it's actually ten. Yeah. Oh, I dropped. No, 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 no. I, I got ten. I was happy oh. enough. Jeez, yeah, I, was I remember happy you were like, look, look, look. I'm ten. <laughs> Show the screenshot. No, so yeah, it's that's the game. Uh, and the other modes, I'm all in the top 100. Um, I think except one, I might not be in the top 100, but I have a couple like 40th and 50th in the world. Um, that's the game. 
done a lot of leaderboard chasing with one of my best friends, and that's the great thing about it. It's like one of those games where you uh, play it and you're like, wow, I'm really awesome at this. And then you look at the global leaderboards, you're like, I am, I have <laughs> a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you need that. You need the friend to kind of push you, you know, to, you know, show you that you can go further and you just keep outdoing each other. And that's geometry. Wars. It's kind of funny because um, I, I haven't alluded to this yet, but Brian and I have been friends for many, many years. I think it's going on what, like how many years now? 12, maybe before. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say like 05, 06. It had to have been, it was definitely before I got married and that's been 11 years at this point. So this year is 11 years, but it's definitely before getting married. So it's, it's at least 11. Um, but it's, it was, it's been awesome. Just, uh, it's one of his favorite games and I love it. And it's, it's crazy because we'd have video game nights where we'd all gather at his house and we would just, they would just try to outdo each other and be like, ha, look at this one. Text it back and forth and be like, ha, look at this one. And, just, <laughs> and then a week later we would get another screenshot. Ha, I beat you. And then like two, two weeks later it'd be like, guess what? I beat you this time. And it's just, yeah. and it's been going on for years. I love years. good old competition. It's oh been going on for years. Yeah. And it's great years. because it's, it's like asynchronous where I could be working on it when somebody else is at work and then you come home and you check in you're like, no, he beat me. Like I've got work to do on this, you know? So, <laughs> That's, yeah, I could talk uh, for hours about it. All right, it, so but Geometry Wars, number one. Gotcha. <laughs> That's my number one. That was a hard choice, All by right. the way. Rob, what's your number one? Mine? We're going to go out of sync here. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Yes. Mixing it up. All right, so my number one, I'm going to go back to the well <laughs> and pull out my favorite game of all time, and it's Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. It was Boom. it was, it was was a cute little game. Um I believe it was Game Boy, originally Game Boy, and I think they remade it for Game Boy Color. And now, like I, I had alluded to it on one of our practice shows that we were doing right as we were trying to get this off the ground. We were doing a practice run, and we had found that uh, it's actually being released for Switch sometime this April, which is hopefully in the next week or two. I'm going to be so busy because I have so much stuff coming out in April oh, for the Switch. It's going to be amazing. But I'm like over the moon this game has such a a cozy little place in my heart like when like the music was amazing the story was cool to a point because i don't know if anybody's gonna go out and play it uh it's really hard to find oh the old one the old one yeah i don't are you gonna go out and play the new one yes all right so then i won't so then i won't spoil the ending for you okay but i did play it as a child but i don't remember okay but so I won't I just won't spoil it for anybody. But the ending to me is one of the just coolest little endings that you could come up with. But but each and, and I love the fact that each dungeon again, this is a link. This is a link of Zelda game. So we're talking about, you know, each dungeon being modeled separately from each other. Mm-hmm. So in one dungeon you'd have to get this item to get through some of the obstacles and uh, and unlock other parts of the world. Like the I think there was like the the spear and chain where you have to like shoot it across and it would pull you across oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. little holes. The hook shot. The hook shot. Yeah. The hook yeah. shot. Yeah. The hook shot, and then the bombs, and then the the glove, which would let you move the extra big boulders out of the way when you're in the mountain boards. And like I said, it's just this cute little game that used to keep me up all night on Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and and like. To, funny to the point where it's like the first person you meet is an owl and he's like hoot who goes there i'm like ah, i know that guy but how stereotypical like, of you owl i know right 
He says, hoot. <laughs> so, like I said, my number one game of all time is going to be Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. I can't wait for it to get remade. I can't wait to see what they've done. Um, I'm, a little sc- I'm a little nervous because they said they redid the art style a little bit in... in um, in the like the Legend of the Wind Waker style, yeah, yeah, and so I'm a little apprehensive about mm-hmm. it. I hope because I've seen little screenshots of it and I've seen little place little play shots of it. I'm hoping it it's gonna be as good as it looks because I mean it's gonna be amazing if it is. Yeah, I was gonna say to me it kind of looks like the graphics, but a little bit more updated of Link Between Worlds, which I have mm. for the 3DS, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Honestly, I'm just going to get it anyway because I yeah. like Zelda anyway. So I'm just like, you know what? I want to get it. And I mean, if they end up bringing like other, if they port like and remake other Zeldas, yeah. I'm definitely down. Especially Ocarina of Time. I'm definitely, definitely down for that. I want to try Wind Waker if they bring it to Switch because I've, I've always seen gameplay for it. I've yeah. just never played it. So what about you is uh, to, to wrap Ooh. up our top five favorite games of, of each person what do you have for us? Dragon Age Inquisition. I knew Everybody was, who knows me knows I, knew I love this coming. game. Dragon Age Inquisition. Dragon Age Inquisition. Now, I know a lot of people are like, but what about Dragon Age Origins? Listen, Dragon Age Inquisition is actually, which is funny, it's the third game in the series, but it actually got me into the series. I remember I tried to play Origins on Xbox 360, and I bought all the DLC, I bought everything for it, bought the game of the year. I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I returned it. I wasted so much money. And then fast forward to 2015, because I think the first game came out in like 2009 or something like that. Yeah, yeah so to four, fast forward to 2015, and I saw the, the, the commercials for it. And I'm like, oh, this is... I was like, oh, that's the other one I play. I was like, this looks actually really good. So I was like, you know what? I pre-ordered it, but then the Origin was giving away Origins for free. And I played it. And I was just like, oh, my God. So it prepped me for the third game. And once I started playing the third game, man, I have, like, a character for every race, a character for every class. I have – I played that game I don't know how many times, and Solus is by far my favorite character. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I try, I always follow a path. I always try to be good. I can't be evil. And I always fall in love with Solus. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I have to make an elf. It's like, I even try now to play a human and I can't do it because I'm like, I can't fall in love with Solus. I can't do it. It's like the the character design, just the, I think more of the character backstories, especially the way they did Solus, especially with the new DLC, Trespasser DLC, is just like, it gets you so invested. I don't know. I love story-driven games and the decision-making as well. But it's just like the characters alone, like you fall in love with every character and it's like you kind of wish you could romance all of them at the same time, but you can't. Um, and But at least with this one, if you want to play Dragon, you have to play the other games because you will totally be lost on what's going on, um, especially because a lot of the characters from the first game show up in the third game. So, but... It's by far my favorite. I will play it time and time again, and it's one of those games that it does not lose its replay value. Really? Yes, and it's the only RPG besides Skyrim that I will actually play again. Like, I played for a third time all the way through 100%, and then I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm starting a fourth one, and I started a fourth one, like, right after. 
That's the only game I do that for, which is very surprising. So, I me. haven't even touched this game, but like seeing your excitement oh, level about it makes me it. like I gotta play it. So you it, have to. I, I'm sure I could find this out, but like, what's the best way to play it right now? Is, is um, it? you could play on. They have it on. They had. They usually sell the Game of the Year edition on PS4 for like seven bucks. That's a steal. And it comes with everything. Maybe if it gets to six, I'll consider. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seven fifty is usually the down price I'll go to. You can get it on PC. I actually prefer it on console. I know I'm a PC fanatic, PC master race, but um, it actually plays a little bit better on on uh, PS4 because I've had way too many issues with <laughs> the PC version, especially with Origins. I I want to actually get Origins on PS4 so I could finish it. Because I've never finished Origins. Don't don't kill me, please. I never finished it because I on PC it's like unplayable once you get towards the end game. Oh wow. Yeah. So I'll there we go, guys. There we, <laughs> we go. Did we did it. We, we did got it. our all, all of our top five favorite games. Oh, I mean, I man. think it's I think it kind of shows each of our different like each of our different tastes in games. I mean, I know we didn't overlap at all. I mean, and then some that Izzy said that I was like, yeah, you know what? That was a pretty good game. And some that Bryce said, I was like, yeah, it's a pretty good game. I've played a bunch of those. But um, I think it's cool that, we, that we're coming together over a mutual love of video games, that we can all have our different top fives and not have it, you know, spoil our fun. You know? <laughs> or side-eye yeah. each is other, there, like, how there, dare you? <laughs> is there any way we're going to come up with the top five today? Probably not. This, <laughs> this is, was hard enough. This yeah, is hard enough this, to... Yeah. This we is, had good contenders on this list. Yeah. And can I just say, I have runners-up right now that I'm, like, mad I didn't say. <laughs> that I'm, like, did I blow it? I should have prioritized this one. Or? We could save those for we could save those for another rainy day if we have, yes. to, right. if we have to put I'm another just looking episode at together. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry you didn't make the cut. <laughs> it's all right. So... Moving on, uh, we're going to get into a point of the show where we're going to take some fan interaction. Now, I love to hear from fans. I love that we have been able to go out and tap certain people and figure out uh, where we're going to get our information from and where our fan interaction is going to come from. So we're going to start with one of my good friends, Will, has given us the okay where we're going to use... his Facebook page and mm-hmm. his Facebook page is called start slash select. And it has about 350 members. Me, myself and Izzy are part of this Facebook group and we have gotten the okay from the moderator to kind of, kind of use that as our jump off point. So we're going to take their information. We're going to use them as our fans. They're going to provide us with great interactions where we can, uh, talk about video games and give us information, things to debate about, and in, and in turn, them they grow us and we grow them. So mm-hmm. I I love to just be able to announce that that we're going to be using this this start slash select Facebook page for some of our content. Uh, so this comes from one of the start select members. His name is Roger O'Malley. Sent us a couple good uh, questions through our email. Our email here is gamefreakspodcast at gmail.com. So if you want to get in touch with us, send us a couple questions, gamefreakspodcast at gmail.com. So the first question Roger comes up with is console versus PC. What side are you on? <laughs> so I kind of oh, already know what where Izzy's <laughs> leaning to. Uh, yeah, definitely PC because, I mean, I get the whole exclusive thing, you know, with consoles and stuff like that. 
And I, I'm not going to shut down consoles because, yes, they actually introduced me to a wonderful community. A lot of my friends that I made on Xbox Live, I'm still friends with now. But PC just, like, opened, like, a whole new world for me. Like, it was just, I have, like, over 600-plus games on my PC alone <laughs> because it's just, I have so many access to deals. I have... It's just it's just so easy to 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 just immerse yourself into gaming on PC. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, you know, um, with consoles, I feel like you're very limited. With PC, you have the whole world at your hands, you know, and you know it's so easy to build. Like I, I first I was like intimidated by it, but once I built my PC, I was like I'm never going back. I sold my Xbox, and I was like strictly PC for like five years. Wow, until I got my PS4. So. I will always go PC because I feel like it's just easier. Um, and, like, especially, like I said, with game deals, especially. I only, out of all the games that I have, I think about 10 of them I paid full price. <laughs> Everything else was through Humble Bundle or stuff like that. So it's like if you want to get into games and you want to try a little bit of everything, PC is the way to go, in my opinion. All right, I'm going to. <laughs> go the extreme opposite way <laughs> and uh i've definitely gamed on pc and i love you know pc grew up with the commodore 64 and moved on from there it wasn't gotcha. great at uh you know games back then um but i'm a console guy i love the fact that i could just turn it on i don't i know it's not the optimum graphics experience or anything like that no. but i just turn it on and it just works i'm not messing with sound drivers there's never any updates for my video card? Um, true story. You know it that just, is very true. I will I will give you that. <laughs> yeah, I mean the V. Well, usually like you know you have good like frame rate syncs like and everything. Um, but yeah, it's just and now the Switch. I mean, it's just showing me that I love consoles in a different way that I didn't realize yeah. I was gonna love yeah. consoles and like yeah. it doesn't even have to be even the somewhat best quality if i can take you anywhere if i can be in a airport yeah i'm, I'm you. the type graphics don't make a great game if yeah. it, the story has to be a right. good game yeah that that, that stuff makes a good game graphics i don't care I, like i said fables no, very outdated a lot of the games that i yeah. usually play very outdated but they're fantastic games regardless my, of their graphics. my number one is a vector art game without any textures at all so. there you go yeah all right rob <laughs> Come on, it's two. It's it's got to be two. It's versus, one and one, yeah, right, so one you got to pick one. All right, so unfortunately, unfortunately, wait, why? Izzy, I know. I'm gonna have to land on the console side of things, oh, and <laughs> and just because I mean, when I first started gaming, it was console. When I got into high school, it was PC based. Um, when I got older, you know, after I got out of high school into college. It was more console based again, mm-hmm. and I think the thing with uh, the tough thing with PC to compete with is the fact that in order to have a good game setup, you need to dump money into a computer, mm-hmm. and whether it be and and they have quote unquote gaming laptops and towers, but I'll combat you, know, you on that. But go ahead. <laughs> but you can combat me all night, but. <laughs> Um, the thing is, is, you know, I have a friend who games on PC all the time and his, you know, his basic setup when he first started a good game computer can easily run you about two grand Mm -hmm. with the graphics card and the, the chipset and the motherboard and the, you know, and then it just goes up from there. I mean, you can, you can get okay systems for, you know, around a thousand, but you don't have to dump that much into 
a, a console. You know, I get the PC, I get the the PS4 Pro came off the shelf at what was it, three ninety nine? Yeah, I think for the mm-hmm. original yep. for the for the original release of the PS4 Pro, and um, you got great storage. It plays what I want. I mean, mm. unfortunate, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> like I said, because the thing is, is that a lot of misconceptions that people have is you have to dump two grand on a PC. You really don't because uh, people just think, oh, I'm getting a PC to play like great, great graphics. You don't really need to have your computer like super high graphics. Everyone tries to, the common joke among PC people is, does it play crisis? Because crisis is like mm-hmm. top tier. Mm-hmm. Like PC gaming, if you could play that on full graphics, you spend way too much money <laughs> to play that game. But for me, like my friend, he basically spent five hundred bucks and he was able to play most most releases that came out, like with no issue. With no issue, no. Like lag. if you know the thing is that with PC, you have to know how to bargain. That's the only thing. I know consoles. I agree, consoles are much easier. You just drop two hundred, three hundred. You're like okay. But like with PC, it's like you actually have to do your research and you have to look for deals. There's mail-in rebates. There's there's like a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, but once also- you get it, once you get it and you build it, like my computer now, even though it's five years old, I could still play the, the new games out The thing too now. with, with right. PC, a lot of people who play who play games, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but I, I heard a lot of people that play games like to build their computers as well. Yeah, I it's built not, It's not just an out-of-the-box, hey, I'm going to order an Alienware Tower. But they have options well, like they that. They have options like that. But I know a lot of the really good gamers will build because of chipsets and motherboards mm-hmm. and f- cooling fans. It is much all, better if you know what you're building. Exactly. I mean, like I said, when I when I was in college, that's what I used to do. Yeah. I used to build computers. I used to repair computers. That's you know. That's what I did in college too. To. <laughs> it's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a programmer, and I used to build my own computers. And and that's I just I just got out of it like i said it just got mm. for ease of use as, as i got older i was like it's gonna be a console it's gonna be a console gen for me yeah you know so i think you know we all have our own things <laughs> you know we got we yeah, got I mean, two to one console i hate to see like the the division a lot of times on this topic because i'm like yeah. we are all gamers can't we just celebrate that that we are True. all no and we i share agree. this common love and but I hate I, to see people like we're having like a nice like conversation. It's <laughs> oh, not it always really the case. Deadly on, that is on not the always the case. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's but, you know we're we're all united in this love for the same thing, and that's true. what a yeah. cool thing. But I, yeah. I definitely understand the differences. Like I'm not the type of PC person that's like no PC over everything. I totally get the differences. But if it's like the type where I'm home all the time, a PC is perfect for me because I'm a hermit. So I'm like, okay, I don't have to move it anywhere, you know. But that's what I like about the Switch. At least it forces me. Like if I am out, I'm like, oh, okay, I could take this with mm-hmm. me, you know. So it's like I'm, I'm on both, but I'm definitely more PC for sure. So our next question from Mr. Roger O'Malley, he says this is gonna be a good one, guys. Digital versus physical. Ooh. Digital Ooh, versus man. physical. <laughs> I'm gonna can now let's do quick answers. Okay. Right. Quick an- we All can right. we can quick answer this one. I'll just say quick answer PS4 digital because I like to be able to swap Blu-rays to watch movies. Switch, I love the cartridges for some reason. I don't know why. It's a Nintendo <laughs> thing, I guess, and that's my answer. No, I'm definitely digital. I digital. mean, I, I I I was more like hardcore because I like I, I used to get collector's editions of everything, you know, when I was balling at the time. Um <laughs> but you know, 
then it got to a point where it was like, it's so much easier to digitally download instead of going online, waiting mm -hmm. for this and dealing with people. <laughs> I'd rather just do it from the comfort of my own home. <laughs> for me, I think it comes down to what the game is. Yes. Me, I, so I'm going to say both digital and physical, because if I don't think I'm going to like a game, I'll buy physical. And unfortunately, I'll go to back to a store that shall remain nameless <clears throat> and try to recoup some money on a trash game that I bought. You'll get three dollars for it. <laughs> that you'll get three dollars for towards the purchase of a next AAA title. Yeah. And, and then they'll put it on the shelf for fifty-seven. <laughs> they're like, "Sir, you don't understand. This game is only worth three dollars." And the next day, you go back. You're like, "There's my game. It's fifty-seven dollars." <laughs> So yeah, nice. and then there's so, some un, un, poor kid that is like buying it for that price, and the cycle. Like I continues. said, it's it depends because if I don't think, like I said, if I don't think I'm gonna like the title, I'll go di I'll, do, I'll go physical, mm -hmm. just because I want to be able to get some money back for it and not feel like I, I agree. I got totally shafted. Um, this and, is why and I push I for have, more demos. If I have, yeah, demos is a good thing. But if I have, if I know I'm gonna like this game, like Division, mm -hmm. I totally got digital because I played the heck out of Division 1, and Division 2 is amazing, and I was, you know, three days, three days early, a week early, three days early, because I downloaded digital, one of the middle editions, mm -hmm. of the $100 editions of, of that. So it really, for me, depends on the title and if I think I'm going to like it or not. And if it's in my wheelhouse, like I said, most of the time, it's going to be a digital copy instead of a physical copy. You know, I agree with you on that, because... It's funny, like with consoles, it has to be, some of them, most of them have to be physical. Yeah. But when it comes to PC, everything's digital for yeah. me. Like the only physical copy that I got was Fallout 4, because I got the collector's edition, because uh, I wanted the Pip-Boy. But even when you get the disc, it downloads it, like your Steam just automatically downloaded it as gotcha. if you bought a digital version. So I was like, okay. So it's like, right. at least with PC, I would PC is obvious choice digital but console it's like both but with the storage knowing me i like to download every game i own uh the digital doesn't really work out for me very well but you know physical it's it's hard it's both i would say both more so digital for me all right so mr roger o'malley your questions have been asked Thank and answered i'm just Thanks. curious did he uh did he tell us what his preferences were on he didn't days. i'm gonna have to okay. reach out to him yeah. and, and kind of come on out roger what's going on. i know come on roger we need to get with it roger on. come on so we have two more quick things just left to talk about um this next segment is going to be called bargain bin and what it is is your lovely hosts here are going to scour the internet and the game pages to see what kind of deals we can get for you in the upcoming days and weeks uh video game release wise where you can get a deal so you can play a good video game uh i'll start the top it's gonna be the handsome collection now just to let you know we are getting that uhd update with borderlands 2 eventually it's going to be hitting the pre-sequel we've already got the game of the year edition for borderlands 1 and so the handsome collection is available at best buy for 14.99 brand new boom Boom. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic that. price. <laughs> yeah, that sure. is a handsome price. That handsome. is actually a steal. Yeah. In my opinion. For, for two, game, for two oh games. God. Two yeah. games that are getting upgrades. Full yes. upgrades. Free upgrades at that. Free upgrades yes. at that too. You, oh. All right. So is what do you got? I actually have two, but there I'm not gonna go too much into detail. But if you guys ever play PC or console, they have everything for everybody. If you ever heard of Humble Bundle, it's uh basically they give you a bundle. 
and it usually has like different tiers, like a dollar tier, five dollar tier, fifteen dollar, twenty five dollars is usually the highest I've seen. Um, but the catch is all the money you use, you donate to charity. So you donate, you do a good thing, but you get something in return. So they actually have two bundles. One is actually a video game book bundle. It's it's called uh, the Humble Bundle Classic Video Games by Boss Fights. So basically it's a bunch of ebooks that basically publishes nonfiction documentary style books about classic video games like Earthbound, Metal Gear Solid, and Shadow of the Colossus. Your favorite game. There you go. So um, they actually, the whole bundle I think is like worth almost 300 bucks and you can get it for 15 bucks. So, wow. right. and you donate to charity and the charity is actually girls make games. So it oh, actually awesome. helps girls code games. Um, the second one I have from Honda bundle as well is a Bandai Namco bundle. This is their third bundle that they've had with Honda humble bundle. And it's, <laughs> I would I would just skim over the games they have enslaved. It's okay, but it's actually worth the steal if you're getting it for a dollar. <laughs> um, and it's like full on premium editions of all the games. They also have like Get Even, Project Cars, and if you pay twenty five dollars, you get Tekken Seven plus everything else I mentioned and like other games will oh, wow. probably unlock. And it's DR DRM free, so it's like you could download it for Windows, you could download it for Linux, you could download it for Steam or any launcher that you have that the game comes on. So, and it also, this one actually, the, sorry, the, the charity that they have for this one is Action Against Hunger. So, hey, you help girls make video games and you help people with hunger. So, check it out. Humblebundle.com is the place to go. Very cool. And Brian, what do you got? So, a uh, little bit different. This one is not necessarily a deal, but um, was at PAX East last weekend, which was awesome. Uh but um, aside from being there, I did get an access code to a game called Rapture Rejects, which if you're not familiar with it, it's a uh, like a top-down isometric battle royale style game that has like an art style similar to Castle Crashers. So it's very hand-drawn. Um, so anyway, we're going to take this in a different direction. We are going to... Hey, she's stealing it. <laughs> Instead of telling you where to get this for a cheap price, we're going to read you a code right now that you could go type into Steam and get early access to this game for free whoever's the fastest typer basically <laughs> so that code is x d 9 y f 8 l 3 y d r 7 8 i 3 real quick x d 9 y f 8 l 3 y d r 7 8 i 3 so go check it out um really cool uh looking game i haven't played it myself but i figure let's toss the code I out there I saw a little bit of it it looks like the art style of cyanide and happiness and that's yes. probably oh, one of my favorite yeah. comic no it's books. based off of the web comics oh, it is yes. yeah yeah okay i'm getting it so you're not crazy <laughs> i'm not gonna take the code yeah, but i'm definitely buying it <laughs> we're gonna see like it in what your steam library yes like, and if on. you get the code um please check out our instagram at game free podcast okay check us out there we'll post it up and please let us know who got it what's our instagram account name Game Freaks Podcast. Okay. It's basically the same as the email. And so just look us up through there. Game Freaks Podcast. And we're also on Facebook, Game Freaks. I don't know if there's a podcast on it, but if you look up Game Freaks on Facebook, you'll find yeah. us there too. Go on Instagram, go on Facebook, give us a like, shout us out, give us, drop us some questions. Yes, We'd love to hear us. from you guys. Um, quick thoughts. It's time for Finish Him. Final thoughts of the night. What do you got, Brian? Real quick. Final thought. 
somebody should be working on a VR game for blind uh, gamers. I know it sounds like a crazy thought at first pass, but um, with the ability to like locate uh, sound in a 3D soundscape, it would be perfect. Um, you know, turning your head and pinpointing where things are coming from, maybe some kind of like, even if it was something like a horde-based shooter where you could uh, use like, you know, your sonic um, positioning to hear where the enemies are coming from. I hope something like that's in the works. Uh, it would just be cool to see um, for people that have vision impairments. Okay, final thoughts. Um, this is more like a, a punch a punch at someone. Oh, not someone at a game company. Are we in the room? Yeah, no, oh. no. Um, please don't play for exclusives. Just, I need, I, I feel like the exclusives are kind of like, eh. Especially when it comes to PC. Wow. I feel like PC shouldn't have exclusives, but that's wow. just me. Um, uh, anybody who's in the gaming world should know what I'm talking about. Um, I just think that everybody should have access to, to to games. It shouldn't be just... I understand consoles, but I'm talking about PC. PC is supposed to be for everybody. Everyone's supposed to have access. That's what needs to... that It needs to stay that way. Plain and simple. Steam's right. better anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, my final thought, guys, this is a really super simple one. I hate adulting. And... <laughs> I had got a chance to look at my backlog yesterday, and there's like 15 games in it. Unfortunately, yeah, it's terrible. I like Stardom. Did and you then say I don't 15? 15 games. I feel like I have like 2,000 that I <laughs> yeah. Get yeah to play. I have so many. I have, <laughs> I have ADD, so I buy games. I start them for the first 10 minutes. Like I, I played like the first day or two of Red Dead. I mean, and then I stopped. If you have the and now it's been on, and then it's on, then it's on the division, and I haven't picked that up in a in a week. Uh, extenuating circumstances for that game but you know that's not this show um but i want to thank everybody for coming listening yes. to us for the last hour and a half or so um from myself and izzy and bry the indie guy we want to say thank you please come back support your local game shops support your local gamers give us a like facebook instagram We'll see you next time on Game Freaks Podcast, the bi-weekly podcast where we freak out over video games so you guys don't have to. Bye, everybody. Bye, my darling. Good night, everyone. Bye.